0: Honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on the thesportstuff.com. And now your host, Paladino Joey. Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Wijan. Timberwolves Explosion is on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podamen, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, <laughs> Amazon Music, Stitcher, Double Twist. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably like too much, Joey. And of course, I guess, I guess it's on Audible too. It's on everything. No, it's on a lot of different applications, maybe certain ones it's not on. I don't know if it's on this or that. But let's just uh, get to the point though. The Minnesota Timberwolves played three games last week and they went one and two. <laughs> Could be worse, right? As an old friend, Nick Borbum, Nicholas Borbum, would say. Hopefully, he's still listening. I was a listener for many years, and uh, hopefully, he still listens. Miss him a lot. Uh, <laughs> great friend. It's been years, man. Uh, so, shout out to Nick Borbum out there, old classmate, Hopkins High School, nineteen ninety-eight. With that said, uh, the Timberwolves. Yeah, carl Anthony Towns is back. He was back, and then he and Then he missed the game because of uh, you know it's back to back. They got to be careful, and it's the NBA. We all know how that goes. It's the NBA, you know. But uh, you know what? He actually came back pretty quickly, considering it's the NBA. And we know how I like to rant about that because guys, when they get hurt, it's like double double time compared to other leagues. Again, like a like an ACL, the guy's out for like like eighteen months, not not six months or nine months. It's like eighteen. So there is stuff like that that can kind of get under my skin sometimes, but. That's that's the NBA. I said it again. Uh, Well, he came back, and it was a very entertaining game against the San Antonio Spurs last Saturday the 9th. So we're talking about the 9th, the 10th, and the 13th. And again, it's kind of like a college hockey or whatever the heck you could describe it. Kind of like college hockey style, particularly in the Western Conference games where you'll play multiple games in the same city. Uh, So both of them in Minneapolis when it came to the Spurs and, of course, the Memphis Grizzlies. We'll be playing the Grizzlies again tonight cool as it is on Fox Sports North locally, the Timberwolves and Memphis Grizzlies are on TV right now. The the replay of the uh, the 13th uh, is flashing, and the Wolves played well for three quarters. Three! They played well for three quarters, but of course, we all know there's a fourth quarter. Let's get to the Spurs game first. Come on! 125-122. What a well-played, fun, entertaining basketball game until I don't know, until it just wasn't, and the Spurs kind of tied it up and Wolves just kind of let it go, and then fourth quarter, and then the overtime happened, and it didn't work out. Demar Derozan couldn't miss. It's driving me crazy. I mean, he was making everything. It was irritating. It is what it is. Anthony Edwards double digit game. Nasri sixteen points in sixteen minutes. That's pretty good. Three blocks. That's one of the best games you'll see out of Nas Reed. If he could do that every night, ooh wee. Maybe not even the sixteen points. How about like nine, and then like two or three blocks? Oh man, that'd be nice. Carl Anthony Towns added three blocks as well. Kevin Garnett type of a game for Carl. 25, 13, and 4. Just just missing on the 5 there. But yeah, think about it. That's a a Kevin Garnett type of game. Juancho Hernan Gomez. Everybody's basically ranting about him. Why is he in the starting lineup? Well, it's kind of like the the late 90s twins. Like, why is Rich Robertson still pitching? You know, like Sid Hartman talking to Tom Kelly back in the day. WCCL Radio. You know, shades of that. Uh, Sid Hartman and all that. You know, Tom... <clears throat> Excuse me, you know Tom? Why is Tom? I mean, why is Rich Robertson still in the in the pitching staff, or like still in the starting rotation? And then Tom Kelly says, "Well, who do you want me to put in there, Sid? You know." And it's just because there was there was really nobody else, and that's kind of what it's like at the power forward position right now. Jake Layman, you know, he he is what he is. You know, I mean, people talk about how Hernan Gomez doesn't offer anything. At least he rebounds a little bit, an occasional outside shot. Jake Lehman doesn't even offer that, as far as I'm concerned. I know locally, a lot of Wolfstands are like, Jake Lehman's this, Jake Lehman's that. He's really good. He's valuable. I don't know. I don't know what they see in him. Because I know guys in Australia and New Zealand, you know, like the the legends of the show, <laughs> like like Tanae, Vince Tremano, guys like that, uh, Levi Brown, are like, Jake Lehman, he, they, they don't see anything in him. And I don't either. I don't see any special skills, really. He can hit an outside shot on occasion. But, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know, that's like all anybody cares about now, shooting threes. (laughs) At least we get Arby's uh, roast beef sandwiches, excuse me, French dip sandwiches, and I enjoyed that uh, very much when when they do make their 12 threes and all that. It's greatly appreciated, but obviously can't have that every single day. (laughs) It's great stuff, though. As I suddenly try not to cough to death, sometimes I don't know what's going on. I don't have coronavirus, okay? So stop badgering me about it. I'm not going to wear a mask all by myself in the apartment while doing a podcast That would be kind of silly, but (laughs) sorry for that rant. Oh, come on. DeMar DeRozan. Jeez, he just killed us the whole game. Gosh, it drove me absolutely crazy. Every time he thought the Wolves were moving in the right direction, DeMar DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan, DeRozan, and DeMar DeRozan and stuff. Uh, You know, I mean, it was a a very entertaining game. Yeah, Patty Mills started hitting threes, 21 points off the bench. And again, that's what he is. He's a spark plug, but he's a really good spark plug. Sometimes uh, Rudy Gay, valuable. This and that. Devin Vasily got to see him for a couple seconds, but, yeah, you know, a couple minutes anyway. About a quarter. Got a couple assists, a couple of rebounds. Couldn't score. Cade bates job He lives. Beware. He lives. But he didn't play. Jaden McDaniels, he lives, and he didn't play. <clears throat> Jordan McLaughlin didn't play. It seemed like Jordan McLaughlin never gets in the game anymore, but, well, that's a lot of money tied in your point guard positions of D'Angelo and Ricky. It's a lot, of, a lot of money, about forty-five million dollars, about forty-five million bucks. That's all. That's all. Forty-five million bucks tied into your two point cards, and neither one is this guy, the guy I don't like in Northern California. Uh, that one. Um, oh, those, those Spurs jerseys. Oh. Can I comment about the Spurs jerseys with those colors? You know, oh, just two thumbs up, three thumbs up, four thumbs up. Yes, a minimum of two thumbs up. That was back when I liked the Spurs because, you know, those uniforms are awesome with, with those colors. Just like, you know, how Utah, a lot of people might look at the Utah jerseys right now. Like, they're kind of weird, those sunset-looking ones. I think they're awesome. And the Spurs, it's kind of like that sunset, kind of, you know, southwestern United States look. Like, a, almost like an Arizona-y look. Oh, I love it so much. I love those colors. Was it, like an orange, blue, kind of pink? Oh, it's just gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Keep them coming, San Antonio. Ever since they went over to that gray, just the black, white, and gray, it's just like, uh, "Wake me up when the game's over." I mean, I, they're boring, boring, boring jerseys, boring colors, boring. Um, so then you move to the you know you 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 get the colors back at least on occasional uh, on occasion. Pardon me on some of those uh, you know third jerseys or whatever the heck they are. Gorgeous stuff. Keep them coming, guys. Uh, this game, again, very entertaining and all that. Sorry for babbling about something else. Uh, Malik Beasley got hot and all that. Oh, Murray got 14 rebounds. The Wolves just can't rebound. That's what drove me nuts, too, as well. Uh, some guys rebound, some guys don't. It just didn't feel good most of the way. Oh, man. You know, the Wolves actually out-rebounded the Spurs. It certainly didn't feel like it. It seems like we don't get the rebounds when we need them. Sure, we might get rebounds, but not, you know, in the big moments. The Junkyard Dog Jr. didn't get a whole lot of minutes. didn't put a whole lot of numbers up. Just not the best game for him. Anthony Edwards, again, mental mistake near the end of the game. He's got some learning to do, this and that. He might as well have gone up for the dunk. It would have been better than just flinging the ball to no man's land. Because like, oh, crap, we're down by three. Might as well have taken the dunk and then uh, had an intentional foul, that type of thing. Yeah, giving the foul, whatever, and then hope for the, uh, you know... hope for a miss or whatever, or you could just go for the three again. That type of thing. As long as you get down the court. But, I don't know. It's a game that just got away, and that's all you can really sum it up to. Really nice to see Carl back. He played super well, blocking three shots. Good energy out there. Uh, Malik Beasley was really hot, man. 7 of 11. He was hitting shots. This was one of his really, really good games. We need more of these. D'Angelo again just continues to shoot too much and miss too much. (sighs) Nice chemistry with Carl Anthony Towns, kind of, you know, when they actually are out there together, and it's nice to see. But generally speaking, D'Angelo Russell, I don't know, he just looks like the guy at the health club that just likes to jack up threes or just, I don't know, hog the ball, and I don't know. It wasn't the best, and again, the mental error by Anthony Edwards wasn't the funnest moment of my life. Very entertaining game, though. Very entertaining game. Well played, but poor finish. That's that's just all there is to say about it. Uh, I don't come out of it cursing my head off in terms of, like, uh, I want my money back. No, you, you got your money's worth in this game, generally speaking. You got your money's worth uh, in that sense. It's just, damn it, can't we win? You know, can't we win once in a while? But we didn't, so that's all there is to say. I'm trying to move on to the next game, and now it's taken me somewhere I don't want to be, so... That's always fun when that happens. And a brief side note as this is popping up is, uh, well, the Wolves are, you know, the Wolves are engaging P.J. Tucker. We'll see what happens. Uh, Talks for P.J. Tucker to join the Wolves. That'd be nice, you know, a legitimate power forward. Not a star, but a decent one. The Wolves win a game, though, 96-88. Some tired legs in San Antonio on the 10th. Again, back-to-back situation. 10th of January, of course. 2021. 96-88. No triple digits for either club and well it kind of helps when uh it kind of helps when DeMar DeRozan is out for personal reasons for whatever not with team NWT sounds like an airline Uh Northwest Transit okay maybe it's a bus line or train or something uh, yeah, that's funny I know I'm sorry Marcus Aldrich had his usual decent game against the Wolves Lonnie Walker the 4th Jeez, when's it going to be Lonnie Walker the 7th my goodness that just keeps adding up it's pretty crazy Four generations. That's kind of cool. Keep him going, Lonnie. I'm sure he is doing that. D'Angelo Russell, <laughs> that's kind of cool. At least we won a game. Let's just put it that way. Uh, solid game, Malik Beasley. D'Angelo Russell was better in this one. No Carl Anthony Towns. So no DeMar DeRozan, no Carl Anthony Towns, and the Wolves end up winning the game. So, you can't just say, well, they didn't have De, uh, they didn't have uh, DeMar DeRozan Well, no, we didn't have Carl either, so whatever. You know, you can't complain too much about that. The Wolves win. Wolves win, and we made only nine threes. Come on. Come on, I bet Arby's is like, ha ha. No, I'm kidding. Arby's wants us to eat those because they want us to keep coming back and buying more food with the sandwich, I'm sure. (laughs) Josh Akogi is back. That's always a good thing. Jared Vanderbilt, really awesome game. Generally speaking, eight rebounds. Didn't get any assists in the game, but just that solid presence. Anthony Edwards, scarless. Scarless. 0 for 8. Oh, come on, man. Uncle. I'm crying uncle instead of saying Aunt, uh, Aunt Edwards. Uncle. Oh, bummer. But, you know, again, I'm not making fun of him. It is what it is. He's an NBA rookie, and NBA rookies don't usually come out uh, you know, scoring 30 points a game. Uh, hopefully someday Anthony Edwards will be that guy, or 25 a game, or something like that, but pff, bummer. D'Angelo Russell, again, below 50%, nothing new there. Malik Beasley right down the pipe. Uh, half of his threes and half of his shots. Uh, Very, very solid performance. 24 points. Like it. Uh, Malik Beasley, not like Rashad McCants the past couple games. And that's good. Uh, Very nice to see. Juancho Hernan Gomez, again, people continue to trash him, but at least he puts up okay numbers. I, I get it. He's not this star. Obviously, he's not a star. He's not really even a starter. He's like a rotational kind of player. He doesn't offer anything spectacular. His defense sucks. Denzel Russell's defense sucks. Malik Beasley's defense is decent sometimes. Sometimes he can get up and block a shot like he did against Memphis. That was a beauty. Uh, he's got some athleticism. Obviously, Beasley does. Uh, Nas Reed obviously has that as well. And he's actually rebounding the ball more now because he's not pretending to be like a six foot nine shooting guard, which is really annoying to watch sometimes. It's it's okay to make some threes and to take three point attempts because he's kind of like a Sam Perkins type. I mean, I mean, he really reminds me of Sam Perkins. And the, the release on his shot. It's just like Sam Perkins, where he doesn't really jump. He just kind of lets the ball go like he's shooting a free throw um, when he shoots threes. Nasri. That reminds me of Sam Perkins. Um, but at least we won the game. Uh, D'Angelo Russell took charge, I guess. You know, four of seven from downtown is nice. Turned the ball over quite a bit, though. Four turnovers, assist-to-turnover ratio, five to four. Five to four. Really? That's great. Ed Davis... Okay, six and six, couple of steals, you know, stuff like that. You know, it wasn't that great of a basketball game. It wasn't high quality stuff, but you know, we just kind of grounded out and guys hit shots, and and that helped. I mean, at least we made the shots we took. Kind of, you know, kind of. It wasn't that well of a shot game, but good, solid defense, which they always kind of joke about. The Wolves' defense is actually better when Carl Anthony Towns isn't playing. It's kind of funny. Oh, it's kind of harsh and it's kind of funny. And keep those Spurs jerseys coming. Oh, every time I look at those, I'm like, yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. I actually used to like the Spurs a little bit back in the mid-90s. You know, Dave Robinson, you know, the, the early 90s especially. Um, mid-90s and all that. David Robinson and that, that that that's cooler colors. And then they changed it by the Tim Duncan era. It was like, new era, here we go. And then, uh oh, those jerseys are boring. It really, you know, new, new building and everything too. Boring. boring, very boring, I know, I didn't like the, I like the old logo so much more, um, Culver got to start, and, I don't know, I'm just not seeing it right now from Culver, he can't shoot again, it's like, it was so encouraging how good he looked the first couple games of the season, and now he's kind of vanishing off the face of the earth again, it's like, damn it, damn it, come on, Culver, please, please, like, he'll, he'll put in some good games here and there, but, the past week or so, it's just like it's vanishing off the face of the earth again. It breaks my heart. You know, it, it really does. Rubio continuing to be that nice, calming presence off the bench. Obviously, he got a lot of steals in the game. That's pretty cool. But, uh, and obviously, you know, if he plays slow, this and that, but at least, again, he makes others better, generally speaking. He doesn't. Keep the defense honest in, the, in any way because he doesn't have a lot of quickness. He's very slow, obviously, and he can't shoot from the outside most of the time. It's too bad. And the team isn't really helping him either. He was a better fit probably with Phoenix and Utah, uh, with those current rosters. That's just a, an unfortunate fact as well. Uh, it's kind of a weird mix right now, but at least Rubio has his moments, I guess. And I don't know. And they talk about his, uh, the fact that he had coronavirus during the offseason. He may uh, that may have really hampered his uh, his game a bit, and that's why he's much slower uh, out there, so I don't know, just kind of lack of energy, and it's it's unfortunate, but uh, I guess that's how it goes sometimes so now we'll move on to the Memphis game the 13th, couple of days off couple of days off, and we managed 107 points 118-107 to a Memphis team without John Morant and the Wolves did have Carl Anthony Towns and he was spectacular again, and Malik Beasley has been playing so well, wow Malik Beezy's been playing so well. Jonas Valanciunas kicked our butts off and on in this game, particularly later on. I mean, the Wolves couldn't rebound when they needed to. <sighs> well, Joey Awaja's Neato stat of the night. Sorry, Ernie. I'm going to borrow that for a second. Ernie Johnson, yes. Ernie's Neato stat of the night. Uh, how about Joey's Sucky stat of the night? Because that's what this is. 80 points in the paint by the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> oh, my God! Why? Why? A- 80 points? In the paint. 80 points in the... eight eighty. Yeah, I think you heard what I just said, but I'll say it. Yeah, 80 points in the paint. That's... <laughs> okay. I mean... Woo! Toro, Toro. Toro. <laughs> Toro. <laughs> That's great. Grayson Allen, 20 points up the bench. Grayson Allen. Yeah, okay, I know everybody thinks he's the greatest ever. It's Grayson Allen, though. Seriously. Gorgie Zhang didn't play in the game. What the hell? Put him in! Come on now, come on, coach. Put 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 Gorgie in there. What's up with that? John Morant inactive. Jaron Jackson inactive. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And we can we get beat. And we give up eighty points in the paint. I mean, come on. What's going on here? What's going on? Rubio with his usual six assists off the bench. Culver just vanished off the face of the earth. Only ten minutes and two points. It's 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 heartbreaking. DeAnthony Melton had moment after moment. Ah it's like, eh, Brandon Clark, God, ugh, what kind of a weak-ass foul was it? too? Was it Nas Reed? Yeah. If, if, you know, if you're going to go up and foul a guy, grab his arms or something. I mean, it's like, here, just take the basket. Oh, I'll, I'll nudge you on the side. I'll sideswipe you. And Brandon Clark, uh, you know, he didn't even, didn't have to, he didn't have to even, he was already squared up, didn't even have to change direction to make the shot. It's just like, uh it was pathetic. I'm sorry it was bad. And I'm not trying to hate. I'm not trying to bash. It was just pathetic. It was terrible. And I was friendly about the last game because it was fun. This game was fun for a moment, but then again, as things progressed, particularly in the fourth bleeping quarter, 38-17, to 17, I mean, what are you doing out there? Like, what are you doing there? What are you doing there? 38-17? to 17, What are you doing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just watching it made me nauseous. Like, seriously? We, we were doing so well. And then and then it was like nothing was going our way. And again, 80 points in the paint. I can't, I can't emphasize enough. That's, that's crap. Oh, God. Layup line. Over and over. And, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just terrible. Oh, man. I was melting down. You know, you know, melting on the Grizzlies. Yeah, I was melting down watching that. Uh, and only nine threes. No French dips either, you schmucks. No French dips for you. Nope. Now when we shoot like this, I mean, just just look at this crap. You know, one of six. Anthony Edwards, two points after going scoreless the game before. Uh, what's going on? Come on, Anthony. I've heard of uh, you know. I've heard of it how you you, know, you start off hot and then you start to hit a little bit of a rookie wall, but. This is ridiculous. E- e- Come on, Anthony. Hope, hopefully he gets this going. Ant, excuse me. Hopefully that'll encourage him a little bit. At least he was a minus three compared to the other guys off the bench. Rubio, minus 16. Vanderbilt, minus 14. Nas, Reed, minus 16. And again, that bullcrap foul. Jared Culver, the friendly ghost. Uh, Ed Davis doesn't play any anymore again. It's just like a Kogi starts and just, you know, he he provides some nice defense and everything, but he doesn't provide really a whole lot of anything else. Whenever I see Josh Kogi for a spot up three, I'm like, yeah, he's going to miss. Yeah. And he didn't even take a three in the game. In 27 minutes, he took two field goal attempts. That's how, that's how, that's how much confidence they have in his offensive game. I, you know, I love his tenacious defense. He got three blocks in the game. It was nice. And that beautiful block by Malik Beasley, LeBron James almost like beautiful. Just got sky high. 28 points. Malik Beasley, awesome week. You know, he didn't have the best field goal percentage in this game. But, you know, consistency, you know, he he was so consistent all week. D'Angelo Russell, kind of the usual 10-21 shots and like eight or nine uh, makes. And this time he made 10. Yes. Yes. At least he got double-digit field goals made. 2 of 8 from outside. I mean, you know, when he makes threes, they're just the most gorgeous thing ever. But he misses too many for me. It's driving me nuts. I mean, he should be better with form like that. You'd think D'Angelo Russell would be a 45% three-point shooter, but he's not. He's like 38 or something. Uh, I don't know. He's, he's, uh, uh, 38.8. Okay, well, he's close to 40, but he's not there. Beasley's 0.1% lower, which is kind of funny. Uh, but overall field goal percentage, Beasley's about 3% higher, which is in the NBA, 3% is a huge number when it comes to field goal percentage. My uh, man, oh man, Malia, uh, excuse me, Anthony Edwards, thirty-seven point nine from the floor, <sighs> thirty-seven point nine from the floor, twenty-six point seven from from downtown. Mm, mm, mm. Oh boy, hoping, hoping he can uh, come around from that. And of course, that was one of the that was the conversation coming into the draft. His shooting percentage is not good. Yeah, both, you know, the overall one and the uh, beyond the arc and all that. Ugh. Man, what a bummer! Absolute bummer. Nas Reed's the only guy with fifty uh, percent per se. Okogie's fifty percent, but most of his baskets are like close to you know, you know, close to the hoop. You know, like a dunk and athletic play by the by the by the basket, stuff like that. Because um, you know, any type of shot really, outside shot, it's almost non-existent, unfortunately. Rubio twenty-three percent, Okogie twelve percent from downtown for the season, folks. Not not in the game for the season. Uh, oh, Culver, I thought he was you know, I, th- I, th- I thought he improved his free throws, and he, he had, but now he's right back where he started, 52%, 52% at the line, oh my god, you're not Shaquille O'Neal with a messed up shoulder, you know, he, he had his shoulder messed up when he was a kid, that's why he shoots at such an awkward angle when he shoots free throws, you ever notice how he never lifts his right shoulder, or lifted, excuse me, past dance, he's like 50 years old now, <laughs> god bless him, um, yeah, he never lifted his shoulder. Remember that awkward, like, straight-line free throws he would take, those lasers? Th- that's why. Culver, you don't have shoulder issues, at least I don't think he does. 52%. What happened, man? What happened? 52%. Taken 6th overall in the draft, and like a guy who's like a guard, mostly. Guards are supposed to make free throws, aren't they? Aren- aren't guards supposed to be good at free throws? You know, a 7-foot guy, you might not count on to be the best free throw shooter on the team, but Culver... Come on, man! Oh man, so I'm a little I'm a little dismayed by that. Even Tommy Kramer, Tommy Kramer, former Minnesota Viking number nine, he said he said What is wrong with the T Wolves? I, th- I mean, they have a lot of talent. That's what he said. He actually tweeted that out the other day. Uh, it was after this game. <laughs> Tommy Kramer from Texas, you know that guy? Yeah, I like him, man. He's, he's just, I like that guy. His, his tweeting. Yep, I, I saw that from my Purple Mafia Twitter. Because, uh, you know, obviously, Timberwolves Explosions not, you know, probably might not follow Kramer. I'll, I'll follow him from the Purple Mafia. would rather, uh, you know, you think of him as a football guy. But, hey, even, even he's like, yeah, they have a lot of talent. What's going on? Can't disagree with 2-Minute uh, with, uh, Tommy there. We could use a little 2-Minute Tommy in the fourth quarter sometimes because this was a crappy-ass fourth quarter. 37 to 17. No, 38 to 17. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, and Carl's had some great games against the uh, Grizzlies historically. And again, this was another just—it was wonderful. Generally speaking, efficient. You know, 17 field goal attempts, 25 points. He made all eight of his free throws. Jared Culver made uh, missed both of the two he was able to attempt in the game. Come on, Culver! I really, you know, I like Culver. I'm rooting for him. You think I'm rooting against Jared Culver? Because if Jared Culver, you know, can pan out to what he was supposed to be as a sixth overall pick in the draft pretty good player you know good strong defense drive to the hoop slashing and he's even got a uh, you know he had a nice form he's, he's improved his form the hitch is gone the hitch that I was bitching about a year ago coming into the, uh, you know him, him coming into the season after the uh, after the draft there in 2019 before all this COVID bull crap it was uh, you know I was bitching about it and of course you know the hitch was still there and the hitch is gone but I don't know the form is gone too I, I don't know what happened, so, I don't know, it, it's sad, nice to see the uh, the big three, so to speak, get over 20 points every game, which is it's really nice, you know, Beasley, Russell, Towns, all that, Towns, Russell, Beasley, but, I don't know, Edwards, obviously, there's so much more over there, obviously, I don't know, it's just a very di- disheartening performance, particularly in the fourth quarter, you're hoping for more, you, you just are, um, and certain players that you know. You know there's more. Culver and Edwards, it's just sad. Sad, sad to see. Hopefully uh, hopefully, that's just a couple of bad games and things turn around and just flush this one out. As, uh, gosh, Kevin Fulness, after the Wild lose 7-1 to to like, you know, the Montreal Canadiens or something. Some mediocre team. Oh, just flush this one out. Yeah, eventually there's nowhere to flush everything. You know, you, you can only flush it out so many times, okay? Stop losing to crappy teams or teams without like their star players. Just, uh, yeah. No John Morant, folks. No John Morant. No Jaron Jackson. Carl Anthony Towns played in the game, and he played well. And we still got beat. Carl Anthony Towns blew up a bit afterwards, and I liked what he said. Obviously kind of Jimmy Butler-like. It's obviously a good thing what he said after the game. This thanks to the Star Tribune. Uh, Chris Hine, who covers the Wolves now on the Star Tribune, Uh uh, Carl Anthony Town says you don't give these you don't give these teams that kind of life, especially when they're missing two of their star players. We're going to get a loss. Uh, yeah, we're going to get a loss like this when we let go of rope. Don't don't do what our system does, and don't have the discipline or the integrity to keep going to the uh, to the game plan that was obviously working for the first three quarters. It was very frustrating, to say the least. I'm more disappointed with our discipline than our effort. We've got to do better than that in the fourth quarter. We can't have three quarters that were up by ten and be like, cool, <laughs> cool. Like, that's how it, this NBA works. But it's the NBA. No boys allowed. So we've got to be grown men and be ready for the next one. So, yep, uh, he was a bit animated as he was talking, too. Um, there was more. I would have liked to have found the video, but at least I got the quotes. Thank you, Chris Heinstar Tribune. For providing that, of course. Uh, yep, understood. It's nice to hear him be a little bit more vocal. That that's a good sign. Uh, for a while there. He was just kinda like I don't know, it seemed like last year he was kind of invisible. For this year much more visible and that's good. So and he's played spectacular basketball, of course, him being Carl Anthony Towns, much better defense as well. And coming into the draft back in twenty fifteen, it was all about the defense it's Carl Anthony Towns more than the offense. It was like all offense with Jill Okafor and kind of a combination of both with Carl Anthony Towns coming out of Kentucky. You know, who's going to take... Uh, were the Wolves going to go with Okafor because Flip loved him, and a lot of us were praying that Flip would change his mind and go with Carl, and he did. And, well, that was an awesome, awesome decision. The very last, uh, well, the second last first-round pick, Flip and make. I guess it was his last, and then he made the trade for Tyus Jones. So, yeah, beautiful... Uh, Beautiful uh, job changing your mind at the last minute flip. That was a good decision, and it's historically good for the Timberwolves. It's just too bad that uh, the wins and losses still are evading us heartbreakingly. So, but hopefully things turn around. A lot of people calling for uh, Ryan Saunders' head. We'll hear more about that in the fan interaction segment. I'll talk about that more then. I, I understand. I understand the frustration. I do. I do. I'll have an opinion for that coming up. With that said, the lone wolf award for this week I got to go with Malik Beasley. What a nice week! What, what did he average? Like 25, 26 points a game this week, and he shot 50% or above 50% most of the week. So very strong performance, and he even played some solid defense at moments. This and that. Malik Beasley is the lone wolf award winner for this week. The Johnny Flynn Memorial. I guess I'm going to go with Culver, and I'm not doing it because I want to bash him. I'm doing it because he's vanished off the face of the earth. And Anthony Edwards is an honorable mention. What happened, Anthony? So hopefully, again, you're going to get more out of your number one pick soon, soon. I understand it's his first like month or so in the league. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I hope that uh, you don't want to believe the Dominique Wilkinses of the world, you know, other great players in the league start off this this poorly. So hopefully, uh, uh, hopefully Anthony can get things rolling again. You know it's there, and you know it's going to come. Maybe he's just, again, he's going through some tough times in the early going, and it does happen often to rookies. It does. So, hopefully he can shake it off, get things rolling again, but for now he's an honorable mention and Culver takes the cake for the Johnny Flint Memorial. He's completely vanished off the face of the earth. That said, we'll take a quick break, preview three games coming up, and get things rolling, hopefully in the right direction, starting with Memphis tonight. Eighty point in the paint. It just blows my mind like, (laughs) and we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, segment number two. Preview segment, Memphis Grizzlies, Atlanta Hawks, and Orlando Magic. So we'll be in Target Center for Memphis, Atlanta Jaja with those gorgeous uniforms on Monday the 18th, and then we uh, host the Orlando Magic, and then host the Atlanta Hawks. So kind of a home-and-home home situation. Uh, I guess the Hawks are next Friday, so that'll be previewed next Friday. That'll be a bit of a busier week, but the other thing is, again, that makes things easy, Golden State twice. So just preview, or talk about the Warriors once, and preview the games, kind of Generally speaking, both of them are going to be on somewhat of a national cable situation. <clears throat> the uh, Monday one will be on NBA TV and ESPN The Wednesday, but that's the wrong week. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> why am I going there? All these will be FSN except for, for some reason, the Atlanta one's not showing FSN. I wonder what that means. Uh, to be decided? I don't know. Let's just talk about the Grizzlies again. Yeah, the Grizzlies again. That's great. <laughs> Grizzlies again. Yeah, well... Are we going to lose to the Grizzlies again? I say no. I say the Wolves do what they did to the Spurs. Uh, after giving up the game to the Spurs, I think the Wolves defeat the uh, Memphis Grizzlies tonight. I expect a 30-plus point performance from Carl Anthony Towns. Multiple blocks. I think we have a split series because it's just two games for the series. All that kind of conversation. Grizzlies have been playing pretty well. I mean, they won three in a row. Give them credit. They beat Brooklyn who just acquired James Harden for a bunch of players uh, and a lot. I mean, it was a big mix. Uh, Chris Lavert going to the Indiana uh, Indiana Pacers. Good for them. Good trade there for Indiana. Uh, Chris Lavert, nice. Um, it's kind of a big mix of trade the players. Uh, Houston got what like four first round picks, also, didn't they? And then like first round swaps with the Brooklyn Nets, I think. So fascinating stuff. So basically, uh, Houston would get the higher of the of the two. Like say, if Houston had the 20th pick and brooklyn had the 13th well guess what swap and and four first round swaps you realize that that's a lot i would be like no that's okay uh if i was brooklyn i would not give up the house like that for james harden but i guess it's this win now thing in brooklyn Uh, they're they're trying give them credit they're trying but i don't know brooklyn's been trying for a while haven't they they've been trying you know they did that paul pierce garnett all that stuff and what did that amount to? Uh, they had Paul Pierce and Garnett on the team and Jason Terry, and it was great. Uh, but they didn't win anything. They lost in the first round, right? <laughs> it's great. Uh, Memphis has won three games in a row, though. Sorry, and the Wolves have... Uh, how many wins do we have? Oh, We beat the Utah Jazz. We, oh, Man, feels like 100 years ago, doesn't it? We won that last preseason game. We beat the Jazz on the 26th. You lose one, two, three, four, five, six. Yep, seven in a row. So... We've lost 8 out of the last 9. And hopefully that uh, ends a bit here. We'll at least get a 500 record in the last 4. I do believe the Wolves beat the Memphis Grizzlies. Again, we just played them. Is John Morant going to suit up? I'm not sure. Left ankle injury? I'm saying no. That's my guess. John Morant will not uh, not play. He's been out since the 29th, and they're still playing pretty good basketball, actually. It's a decent team. Obviously, Jonas Valanciunas is a very, very solid player. John Morant is a stud, you know, like the 26 points, six assists, stuff like that. It's only his second year. See, that's an example of a rookie that came in the league and just started kicking ass right away. He's already better than D'Angelo Russell. You know, I'd have rather given up... uh, see like they're talking about what the fleecing with Wiggins we're going to talk about that in the third segment how the Warriors fleeced us or whatever and it's kind of like kind of crazy a bit over the top Wiggins sucks and I I I don't like saying that but we can say it he he is what he is he's just you know eh, whatever I think you I think we've all said enough about that um D'Angelo Russell's inconsistent. He drives us crazy, but he's got some skill. Obviously, he's got a very beautiful shot when it goes in. <laughs> but John Morant, like, right away better. It's just, it is what it is. Both of them were taken number two overall in the draft, by the way. So, don't forget that. Both of them went number two overall in the draft. I'd rather have John Morant right now than, uh, <clears throat> than the big boy in, uh, New Orleans. Uh, Zion Williamson. I'd rather have John Morant, honestly, and I'm sure uh Hank McCoy, Vince, uh, I just called him Hank McCoy again. <laughs> Wayne Hunt is very happy with John ja Morant at Memphis, even though it sucks that he's out with an ankle injury. Hopefully they can he can recover soon. Yeah, Memphis is a little bit better rebounding team than the Wolves. Blah, blah, blah. Free throws. We're kind of even in almost every statistic. Uh, we're ahead in this, behind in that, and blah, blah, blah. We're ahead in points, believe it or not. But of course, with Carl Anthony Towns on the roster, we should be. And no John ja Morant. That, to me, there's just no excuse. The Wolves come out and win. I think Carl's going to have his best game of the year so far. 33 points, 14 rebounds, 3 blocks, something like that. As long as somebody else shows up and D'Angelo doesn't gun us out, like 7 for 23 or something, some garbage like that, 1 of 9 from downtown. Anthony Edwards get 15 points tonight. 15 points, Anthony, and look good doing it. Kick some butt out there, hit some big points, hit get some big shots. late in that third, early in the, or or just in the fourth, something big, but Carl ultimately is the hero, and the Wolves win over the Memphis Grizzlies, final score, 125 to 118, over the Memphis Grizzlies, we end the, uh, we end that real quickly, it wasn't really a losing streak, we lost one in a row, but like it took forever to get our first win out of the last seven there, with the Spurs, so that was nice, at the very least. Hoping this thing doesn't flip backwards like it did last time. There we go. Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks. That's going to be fun. Love the jerseys. Love the team. Love what they're doing in Atlanta. The 18th. Oh, this is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> what are the Hawks? 5-5 five and five on the year. So they're, you know, unfortunately their win-loss record isn't that sexy yet. Another great point guard. Trey Young way, way up there. Number two in the draft again. D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo, come on, stop being everybody's bitch. Please. Stop being everybody's bitch, D'Angelo. You know, Trey Trey Young's bitch, John Morant's bitch, when it comes to being like a number two pick, point guard, star point guard in the draft. And you and you they're just all better. Ah, come on. Come on, D'Angelo. Get mad. Get mad, D'Angelo, please. I'm not saying that with sarcasm or anything like that. Just just get mad, please. Uh, Rajon Rondo knee injury. Bugged down of its sprained knee on the uh, on the ninth knee injury for Rajan Rondo. Not sure if he's going to play, obviously, the legendary uh, clutch point guard of the Celtics, and, of course, again, got his second ring, finally, 10 years later with the Los Angeles Lakers last year. Clint Capella was a game-time decision yesterday, so we'll see what happens with uh, Monday. I'm guessing he'll be back. I'm guessing, guys one of my favorite players in the league. I want Clint Capella on the Timberwolves today, if I could. Today. Again, two-game series, home and home, Jan 18th, Minnesota, Jan 22nd for next week's show on, uh, yeah, on the 22nd, yep, so uh, Atlanta, oh yeah, they had a game postponed, so we'll see what happens with them COVID protocol all that nonsense, kind of like what was going on in the NHL for a minute there, they had to shut things down and, and the NBA they shut things down because of protesting again back in the, uh, the bubble I don't want to get into that right now <laughs> it is what it is The Hawks had lost three in a row before beating Philadelphia, an impressive win over the Suckers. No, the Philadelphia 76ers, 112-94. Wow. Of course, people are always hurt everywhere, or somebody's sick, or whatever. They lost to Charlotte twice, though. And they lost to the Knicks. And I know, a nice start to the season for Tom Thibodeau of the New York Knicks. Tom Thibodeau of the New York Knicks. Uh, But still, you know, they're not that good. The Knicks aren't that good. Charlotte not that good either. Nice to see Charlotte winning some games, but Atlanta needs to beat Charlotte at least once. Come on, what are you doing? Uh, and again, Phoenix postponed. At Phoenix, they might might have been a loss, with the way Phoenix has been playing lately, I'm telling you, you know, there's a reason why I picked Phoenix to make the playoffs. I'm going to be right about that. Uh, I, I don't need to brag about that. I think I was a pretty obvious. Once Chris Paul got there, they're they playoff team. It, that just kind of wraps it up. Paul, Chris Paul. Let's hope he doesn't get hurt in the playoffs again or right before every bleep in time, right? Uh, What's going to happen in this game? I don't know. Uh, Wolves 28th in three-point percentage still. We take a million threes, though. We miss a million threes, too. Free throw percentage. Hawks are way better. Fifth in the league. Second in the league in in, uh, rebounding Atlanta. That's a loss. Yeah, I don't think we're going to beat Atlanta unless people are hurt, but I don't know. Clint Capella actually gets more rebounds than Carl Anthony Towns. He gets more blocks, too. Troy Young is an elite player, obviously, we know, but they have lots of other young, talented players on this roster that I just love. Uh, Just love them. Uh, John Collins, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish. Mm -mm. Nice, nice, solid players, obviously, on this Atlanta team. DeAndre Hunter, obviously, he's he's just getting going from last year, and he's really stepping it up in a big way. Really impressed with uh, what Hunter's been doing generally speaking, uh, Cam Reddish I just loved him in the draft last year, I think you guys remember that, if we were to stick at the pick we were at, I would have taken him so quick rather than trading up for uh, Clint Capella or Clint Capella, trading up for <laughs> Jared Culver, I'd rather have Cam Reddish than Jared Culver, I mean I you know, he's not like he's shooting well either, his shooting percentage sucks too, but at least he makes his free throws, and there, I just think there's a little bit more there I you know, I just do uh, Bogdanovich, we'll see what happens there he's missed a, a game or so Danilo Gallinari can't stay healthy, Rondo only two games on the year as well major frustration there but still, there's, there's promising young talent on Atlanta, and of course Clint Capella just having him on the roster makes him better as well in my opinion, I think the Wolves You know, as long as this game doesn't get postponed for some reason, with what's going on uh, I don't, I don't know We historically haven't matched up well with this Atlanta team. Generally, Atlanta doesn't play well on the road, historically. They just don't, and they're tough to beat. We, like, never win in Atlanta. Fans are not. We just never win in Atlanta. I'm going to pick... Yeah, this is going to be a loss in Atlanta. I think Atlanta beats the Wolves. So it's going to be kind of like a 500 record, I guess, for a while here. (laughs) We're going to kind of go back and forth a bit. We'll beat Memphis, lose to Atlanta. I'm expecting a bit of a lower scoring game. Atlanta's got some defense and some scoring, a bit of everything kind of when you, when you put all that together, they're ninth in the league in scoring, but they haven't been scoring lately. Uh, but I guess for 114 is 114. That's their, that's their average. Wolves are only averaging 109 on the season, 21st in the league. Of course, again, Carl missing a ton of games brought that way, way, way down. Wolves might actually be a better offensive team than Atlanta with Carl in on a consistent basis. Because our bench scoring has just vanished off the face of the earth. We just don't have a bench right now. At times, uh, we have lots of young talent, but they're not playing well. Uh, you know, Culver's averaging like two points a game lately. Anthony Edwards like two points a game all week last week. What what happened to him? Bizarre, bizarre. Yep, I'm about to watch the, I'm uh, <laughs> about to watch the, the evaporation. Yep, there is the floater. Yep, oh, and he actually missed that time. But yeah, that's what was happening: floaters and layups for Memphis. Time after time, that's like one of my favorite shots. Just kind of coming up, driving in through that free throw line, and just putting up that floater. Oh, it's a beautiful shot. It's it's you know it's one of my it's one of the shots I made easy. I guess you could say it was easy for me. Maybe it is just an easy shot. Atlanta wins the game. I'll shut up now. I apologize. Uh, they're gonna get like one seventeen. Maybe they might get one thirty the way our defense plays some games. But I'm just kidding. One seventeen to one ten, something like that. But Atlanta will beat the Timberwolves. I don't know, man. I mean, you need some. You need Carl Anthony Towns to kind of ride some type of an anger streak here and lead this club into a better uh, situation. <clears throat> and now they're talking about health and safety protocols for Rubio. Maybe he's got uh, COVID. So maybe we might get to see uh, McCollum out there. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. So yeah, I'm seeing that floating around right now. So Rubio actually might not play. We'll see. We'll see. Health and safety protocols. That could mean COVID again. I thought he had it in the summer, so okay, okay, we'll see, good thing you have Jared McLaughlin, I mean, that's why I signed him, he's, he's good, he's a good point guard, but regardless, Rubio or not, the Wolves lose to Atlanta, but I do think we beat Memphis again, regardless, Rubio or not, I, I have a lot of faith in McCollum, and I'm not, uh, I just called him McCollum, Jordan McLaughlin, a lot of faith in him, I'd love to have McCollum on the Wolves, but uh, it's not happening, Orlando Magic, first place in the Southeast Division, did you ever think you'd hear that again? Is Dwight on the uh, on the Magic Shaq? No, no. They just, but they they still, yeah, but they still got Vucevic. So they always have had a good center, haven't they? And he's averaging more points a game than Carl. It's kind of funny. Mark Carl Fultz is starting to kind of come around too. <clears throat> Former 76ers. This will be the one and done time we'll play the Orlando Magic, and they have a postponement with Boston. That's again, but that's mostly because of Boston. Boston Celtics uh, postponed there. We'll see what happens. With the Magic, Boston's got like a trillion COVID cases, and I think the Wolves might have one now with Rubio again. We'll see. Uh, Magic have actually lost three in a row. So, gosh, they were they were six and two opening the season. They lost three in a row. Obviously, have tons and tons of talent. No, not tons. They have some talent. And wait, Fultz had the ACL again. Oh no. Oh, I forgot about that. I thought that was last season. Oh my god. Or a couple of years ago. Yeah, he had it again. So my apologies with Markel Fultz. Oh, that sucks. I remember hearing about him recently, like something was up. Oh, that sucks. My apologies, my apologies, my apologies, my apologies. I should have known this, and I deeply apologize for that. Oh, that sucks, because he was playing well. That sucks. I'm sorry, Markel. I am, sincerely. Terrence Ross, a guy who can explode for some big numbers on occasion. Didn't he have like a 50-point game last year? Absolutely went off. I think was, yeah i don't want to i don't even want to get into it but uh he's having a hell of a year 40 percent from downtown 16 and a half vucevic makes a ton of three makes a ton of threes doesn't block shots he's more of an offensive guy uh hell of a lot better than nikola pekovich in that sense but even though pekovich would be valuable on the wolves right now i think if he was healthy aaron gordon the super athlete who likes to you know let us know that he's really athletic and stuff fournier who can get hot from downtown but hasn't been so far this year kind of a spark plug type of guy. Obviously, he's got some talent. He's got a lot of talent, actually. Well, the Wolves should beat this team. We always struggle with Orlando for some reason, but I don't know. I don't know whether to think the Wolves are a good home team or a bad home team. Uh, I don't know, because, I mean, it's just been an ongoing struggle with the Wolves, generally speaking, rather than at home or away this year. But with Carl back, I mean, come on. let's Let's win a couple games in a row. Or at least two out of three. Let's go for a two-in-one week. Let's go, Wolves. Let's beat the Orlando Magic. Because, obviously, Marco Foles being out, they're kind of screwed, you know? I mean, who do they have at point guard now? I mean, they've lost everybody. Peyton's gone. He's with the Knicks, remember? Uh, <laughs> I was teasing to tease him. Yeah, he looked like a banana with that funny hairdo. Al- <laughs> Alfred Payton. if you don't do <laughs> I still remember the soundbite I did with... Uh, Mr. Spacely, Alfred, if you don't do something about that hair, you're fired. <laughs> I love that one. Because it was just a funny thought to imagine <laughs> Mr. Spacely telling him that. Do something about that hair. <laughs> I don't know where to go with this Orlando team. They're not good. Oh, I feel bad for Fultz. They're, they you know, they won games, but then with Fultz out, I think I would messed it all up. He's certainly not a number one pick in the draft. That's another example of a number one guy that just isn't at that level. Um, uh, even though he was picking it up. What a damn shame. Wolves have to beat this Magic team. We have to. Come on, beat the Magic. Don't don't screw around with this team. Uh, both about the same in the points. Uh, Orlando's the Orlando's a better rebounding team. No surprise there. They're actually worse at field goal percentage. Way better in free throw percentage. Fourth in the league. And three-way percentage way at the bottom with us. 28th, 29th. <laughs> Wolves got to win this game. We're matched up in a lot of areas. It's just feet their percentage and rebounds. Yikes, which actually could mean a loss. But I, I think there's no excuse. If Carl's healthy, the Wolves win this game and the Wolves go 2-1. and one. Uh, I expect, you know, let, let's, get, let's get some guard play going here. Malik Beasley, I want to see Anthony Edwards go out for 25 in this game. Somehow, I mean, I, I got a feeling Anthony Edwards is due for a real big performance. Because after last week, come on. Come on now. I, I, I sense he has major professional pride. Professional pride in his game. Uh, I, I feel that from Anthony Edwards, and I can sense a 25-point performance somewhere in here, Atlanta or, or Orlando, whatever it is, but I think the Wolves get this one done. Maybe it will be this game. <clears throat> Carl and, and Vucevic are kind of going to go back and forth, but I want something out of the guard play in this game, something spectacular. Maybe D'Angelo Russell goes out for 33 in this game. We'll just have to see, uh, but I'm believing for that. Somebody goes off. Maybe D'Angelo Russell does go off for 33 and like 10 assists, 11 assists. He has one of those big, big, big games, and the Wolves win over the Orlando Magic. Lower scoring game. We'll go like 100 to 97. The Wolves defeat the Orlando Magic in uh, in target center. And the Wolves go 2-1 and one for the first time since the first week. So that'll be nice. You get the 2-1 week for the Wolves. Take advantage of the situation. You got your best player back. Pray to God no one else gets hurt, uh, and Jordan McLaughlin is an ever-capable backup point guard in this league. He even did a good job as a starter last year. He was good. That's why he was kind of holding off for a little bit of a better contract, and he ended up saying, "Fine, fine, fine. I'll take your dinky little contract. Damn it, you know, and I'll I'll, I'll prove you wrong." That's probably pretty much what was happening uh, with more, poor guy, with uh, Jordan McLaughlin. But uh, I I think he's an NBA player. I don't think there's any doubt. Uh, With that said, we'll take a quick break and we will get to fan interaction. Should be interesting. And we are back here on Wolves Explosion, segment number three, fan Direction segment. I want to apologize I didn't respond on uh, Facebook as much as I should have. I apologize. I need to be more responsive on there. But at least, again, it gets on the show, so you can hear me on here, which is probably what you're hoping for at the end of the day, I'm guessing. At uh, T-Wolves EX. At T-Wolves EX is the Twitter account. Thank you. Please give that a follow if you could. It's obviously a replacement for At Wolves Explosion because that one's been suspended permanently, I guess. I don't know. It's not coming back. They say it's temporary, but it never came back, so I don't know what to say or do about it at the end of the day. Uh, Levi Brown, Tanae Brown, and Vince Germano retweeting the most recent episode. 288, Junkyard Dog Jr., almost at episode 300 coming up, will definitely take place this season. Tanae and Levi, out of New Zealand. Thank you guys so much. And Vince Vince Germano, out of... Melbourne, Australia. Sorry, a little distraction in the background, driving me crazy. Oh, it's almost over. Yep. <laughs> At T Wolves EX is the Twitter account, and uh, uh, Levi Brown. There we go. He says some very good defense today, even though De Rosen was out. Yep, that was the Wolves' win finally, with a Kogi making a big difference even in limited minutes. We can be a decent team at full strength. Yes, they can. Our schedule looks pretty easy for the upcoming game, so hopefully we can get a little closer to 500. Yes, and that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for, like, at least they're going kind to of have a back-and-forth situation we probably won't beat Atlanta twice, but we'll beat them once. Uh, we'll beat the Magic, we'll beat Memphis, stuff like that. That's what I'm hoping for with the Minnesota Timberwolves, the, you know, the Hawks, Memphis, Orlando. I'm hoping for a couple wins here coming up. Memphis and Orlando at the very least. Two and one. Yep, uh, good thoughts there. Keep them coming, Levi. Thank you very much for that tweet. And again, I apologize. I didn't respond. I I deeply apologize for that. Uh, Wayne Hunt. I just said Wayne Hunt. What is wrong with me? I'm looking right at it. It says Tanay Brown. Plain as day, and I called him Wayne Hunt. Wrap your head around that. Johnny Cross. John Grzinski says, bad loss. 10-point lead evaporates. That's exactly the word. Evaporates. Wow. Memphis is already ahead. See, I just turned my head away. Five minutes. Memphis is ahead, and there's a... That's a three, wasn't it? Yep. Five-point lead for this Guy who's trying to look like Steph Curry the hair and the beard and everything. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. <laughs> Edwards is in a big-time slump. God, yes. Culver's on ice. Yes, he is. He's, he sound just like me, Johnny Craw. John Krasinski, offense, ground to a halt. He sounds just like me about Culver and Edwards. Like, cause I, I can't believe it. Rubio and Wancho really struggling. Maybe Rubio's sick. And Wancho, <clears throat> you know, his numbers aren't bad, but yeah, he looks like crap, doesn't he? His His numbers aren't bad for what he is. Wancho, but it's just numbers. Empty stats. Empty stats, like Marcus the Forecaster would say. Tenet Brown, let's get to what he was saying, because he was actually retweeting Johnny Craw with a, uh, you know, the retweet quote deal. He says, hard to see Ryan Saunders making it through the season. Uh-huh, that's the topic now. It's it's popping up. It's coming up. It's a topic that is rising to the top here, and I I, I understand the thought. I do. I'm rooting for Ryan Saunders, but if he's not qualified to be a head coach right now, it, it, you know, it is what it is. I don't think any of you guys are trashing him. You're just like saying, uh, you're, you know, there's not much leadership. There's that T Wolves uh, Arby's app. I love it. I love. We have the threes. I love that promotion. One of the best promotions. You know, it's one thing to hit to get a hundred points, and then you get the chalupas years ago. Chalupas are great, but. Uh, there's something man I love french dip sandwiches oh my god they're good (laughs) free plug Arby's free plug because of the beautiful promotion it's not really free the guys are you know they're earning it basically Marty Grimble welcome on board I believe yep he did follow back is he from uh, is he is he locally or nope no I don't think he's local it says he's a fan of uh, the Otago rugby so maybe he's from uh, New Zealand also welcome aboard Marty Grimble Welcome aboard. He says, hard to see it through next week. If I did such a bad job at work, I would get spoken to. Every game there is a blowout quarter and it's a massive handicap coming to each game with a coach who isn't up to scratch. Yep. 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 Yeah. I mean, every game there is. Every single game. You're, you're right. That's exactly right, Marty. There is a blowout quarter. Like, like, what the hell happened here? It's like, what the hell? Like, you end up getting beat by like 25 points in one quarter. It's... Yeah, it's bullcrap, and it's either the third or fourth every time. Occasionally, it's the second, and then we just stay behind. Like, I think that was Portland last week. We got, like, walloped in the, and I think it was, like, 47 to 22 or some horse bleep like that. And then it just stayed the same. And oh, we outscored them in the fourth quarter. (laughs) And Anthony Edwards had some great plays, but it was garbage time. Continue. Tanae Brown says, I would love to see him succeed, that being Ryan Saunders, but it's too much too soon for him, I think. Sounds just exactly what I'm saying, too, Tanae. Chauncey Billups or Bill beer would be my front runners. I think, I think I'm going to go with Chauncey. I think I'm going to go with Chauncey out of those two. I don't know. There's something about. I, I, I don't know. A big part of me would love to see what would happen if Bill beer is coach, but part of me fears it's just you know think about what happened when he was an assistant with uh, uh, Kurt Rambis. It was about as bad an era, you know. And the Wolves have had a lot of bad eras, but that was probably the darkest era of Wolves basketball. Kurt Rambis' is head coach. I mean, it was dark and bad. I mean, we couldn't even get 20 wins. You couldn't even win 20 games back then. I mean, that's bad. It was one thing, you know, to make fun of the Wolves, like, wow, they won 30 games. You know, finally won 30 games, and they're like, was it their fifth or sixth season? You know, it took forever for the Wolves to get 30 wins. But I mean, you couldn't even win 20 games in the Kurt Rambis era. It was historically, insanely bad. And Bill Lane Beer, I believe he was the top assistant out of that group, wasn't he? So th- that's kind of my fear. It's just like a bad vibe. I don't know. For some reason, he was spectacular as a WNBA coach. Maybe he could do it as the head man, because of course, again, Kurt Rambis was the head man, and he was a jackass. He was a jackass. He was stubborn. He was absolutely everything he wasn't as a player. When he was a player and he coached and encouraged players... He was great. Obviously, that's why. Why do you think Vince loves him so much? You know, I'm I'm shocked. Kurt Rambis wasn't a successful head coach. Actually, you know, I still remember it back in the day, thinking like, "Oh, Coach Kurt Rambis of the Lakers, watch this work out. This is going to be really cool." And then it just didn't. You know, and then he came, and then he figured, "Oh, yeah, it was just a you know, he he barely even got a chance with LA, you know, because Phil came in. But then he was a successful assistant. And then he comes here, and it was just, you know, it was god-awful forever. I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm leading Chauncey Billups, though. I'd love to see Chauncey Billups, long story longer, as head coach of the Timberwolves in that conversation. He's, geez. he has, yeah, I, I don't know. I'd like to see it. and oh, Again, I'd love to see Ryan Saunders succeed. I don't know what it is. Is it like the guy, I, where I used to work with a young guy, and how people just wouldn't listen to him, and you feel for guys like that because it's not his fault you know it's not his fault that he's young it just is what it is so trying to continue here again with the endless distractions here he is Marty Grimble says same but three seasons of bad losses and no sign of improvement Culver hasn't developed not sure if I want him in charge of developing Edwards either him being Ryan Saunders think it'll be Vanderpool and see what you've got Literally couldn't do any worse. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Marty. Yep. I, I I understand. I don't know. I, I don't know what's lacking from Ryan because I think a lot of people saw him as a potential head coach, and that was Flip's plan. Like, he was going to coach for four years and then let Ryan, and then give the, the reins over to Ryan Saunders and go back up to the, the front office. Kind of a scary situation, though, in a lot of ways, because if Flip Saunders was the president of basketball, you know, which would be wonderful he was he was still alive and he's still the president of basketball and his son's the head coach um and it's not working out then what do you do like uh son you're fired that would be kind of an awkward tough situation there and the odds of like Riot flip would never let him go if it wasn't working out and that would yeah that's the one thing that's a dangerous situation dangerous situation Oh, boy. So, hard to say. Marty Grimble did follow, and I really uh, feel it. I was saying, I'm definitely not in, not feeling confident in it either. This is a disaster. Yeah, so that concludes the Twitter section. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. I'll get to the visitor posts first so I don't forget, so it gets done. Wayne Hunt, welcome back to Tim Rolls Explosion, plan and Direction segment. LOL. Towns doesn't want to bang with Big Val. That's Val Junis, yep, of the <laughs> the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Again, that's Wayne's club, of course. This Courtside Podcast, Wayne Hunt, the Alpha Dog, Vince Germano, Lakers fan. Uh, Wayne Hunt out of Sydney, Australia, Memphis fan. Vince Germano, Melbourne, Australia, Lakers fan. Stu Benson, Lakers fan, Sydney, Australia. The Courtside Podcast, extremely highly recommended. I'll, re- I'll recommend it forever until they tell me, stop recommending our show. It, it hurts our feelings or something. Until they say something like that, I'm going to keep recommending the show. Uh, as long as they don't get offended by me recommending their show every every week. <laughs> I'm sure they won't, but in this day and age, people get offended if you sneeze. So, who who knows? Um, as long as you don't get offended, that's great. I'm going to keep plugging in. So do check it out. iTunes, Apple, uh, iHeartRadio, all the above when it comes to that. Um, sorry for interrupting myself there when I was letting... Actually, in, interrupting Wayne. Sorry about that, Wayne. Uh, he says... This is the one game where Cat should be dragging him out beyond the three-point line. I actually think this will be a close game, but Dylan Brooks might shoot us out of it. Can't wait to get our starters back. Good luck with today's game, Joey. And we needed luck, and we didn't really drag him out in the three-point line. They killed us in the paint. So, unfortunately, that's exactly what didn't happen, which could be, uh, you know, could be coaching related. Yeah. Vince Romano sparks this one up. He says, Rosas needs to fire Saunders now. Another another game the Wolves have lost that they should be winning. I know they won't even think about hiring my guy, Lane Beer, but they need to find a coach that's won and that, players re- and that the players respect. I, I know it. Yeah, And then there it is. Uh, Tene Brown says, Chauncey Billups. ten Brown, Chauncey Billups. Wayne Hunt says, although I commend my team for a gutsy win. I got to agree with Vince on this one. I'm as shocked as you. We are without three starters. Yeah, three. Like, what if the Wolves didn't have... Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, and Malik Beasley or something like that. Would I be confident the Wolves are going to win a game? No. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, cause, cause the Wolves, uh, Wayne Hunt, I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. The Wolves totally fell apart in that fourth quarter, and like I said in, the, in a previous post, where is the adjustments? No way Towns can play Big V inside. That's just not his game. Yeah, exactly, man. This, this was the perfect game for Towns to shoot the long ball. Oops! And drag the defenders out for the wings to cause havoc. And my boy Brandon Clark was free to do his thing all game. Yes, he was. Coaching changes needed. Yeah, that was uh, very good. Good thoughts there, Wayne. That was uh, very true. Ah, interesting one here tonight. He? he says If David Blatt was available, I'd love to see what he could do with the team. I know, this, I know his time with the Cavs was heavily criticized, but he was coaching LeBron James, who just wanted his pocket pal, Tyron Lue, <laughs> as the one making the calls, or just himself. Yeah, LeBron wants to be coach and GM of every team he's ever played for. Uh, Mitch Lawrence, I'm sorry to interrupt you today. <laughs> See, I'm interrupting everybody. I'm sorry. Mitch Lawrence uh, talked about today how basically like LeBron wanted uh, Spolster fired early on. And then Pat Riley said, LeBron, we don't operate that way here. So that actually was good. So, you know, they ended up winning, winning multiple championships. Pat Riley actually, you know, put his foot down and said, no, LeBron, we don't operate that way here. You know, like, I'm still in charge of this team. You're not, bub. And I wish somebody could tell LeBron that sometimes. You know, don't give him so much power. That's why his ego is like, you know, beyond Pluto right now. It's 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 ridiculous. Um <laughs> Still love him as a player, but I don't like the attitude. He he thinks, I mean, LeBron James thinks he should probably be, you know, president of the United States or president of the world at this point. You know, (laughs) new world order, new LeBron order. That's, you know, I I don't like that kind of attitude. That's what I don't like about LeBron James. But I'll end that right here before I go too far. (laughs) And Vince kills me. Okay, or someone else kills me. Someone Yeah, lots of other people kill me. I'm sorry. So yep, yeah, or just himself. That's where tonight, That's where I got going there. Yeah, I knew I was going to get be long on the uh, fan interaction with this because it's a good week here. I don't know how players would react to him, him being David Blatt. I know he's more of a uh, he's a he's a lot more demanding of players. But the buddy buddy system that Saunders is running right now has led some of the worst has led to some of the worst losses I've seen from watching this team. Wow, I thought we'd be competitive this season. But this team is flat out disrespecting the organization, the league, and just basketball in general. We absolutely suck! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, uh, Vince says, I like Blatt too, mate, but unfortunately his health won't allow him to coach. And today says, oh dear, I just saw he had MS. Okay, yep, multiple sclerosis. I thought he was doing something with the Knicks. Guess not. Well, that sucks. That sucks. I hate when that happens. Yeah, like when you're you have a good idea on something, and there's nothing wrong with the idea, and then, oh, crap, you know, you really, you know, you realize there's something like that. It's like, just like me with Marco Fultz playing well with Orlando, you know, and then AZL, it's like, oh. So, very depressing there, <laughs> to say the least. Okay, we continue from the last show, just a couple of likes, which is great, thank you very much. John Trusinski, yep, uh, uh, Carl was upgraded for the Spurs game, and he ended up playing. Levi says, finally, some good news, yep, yeah. <laughs> Finally, some good news. Here it is. Uh, yep, the Brooklyn Nets are starting to grow unhappy with Kyrie Irving and their communication with him has been minimal, according to multiple reports. Wow, yeah, this generated a ton of conversation. I'll try to keep it brief, if <laughs> possible. <laughs> Wayne Hunt says, although I can see the temptation of signing Durant, the red flags were already there with Irving. Sean Marks has been a great GM but Brooklyn, uh, for Brooklyn, but his biggest regret will be not keeping D low. And that young core, D'Angelo Russell. Hmm. They could have built on what they already had and progressed. And yeah, he'd be you'd be better for them than Irving right now. Stu Benson says true, but they don't get KD without Irving, so I guess they had to clear their cap. KD's just one of those guys who I feel you give up almost anything and everything for. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Durant. Wayne says, okay, I agree. I totally understand the decision, but in my mind, uh, but, or, or, but in my lone GM head, I keep what I had and build from that. Irving, for me, anyway, is not worth the risk and hasn't been since Boston. You know, injured, 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 and then just strangeness. Stu Benson says they played Kevin Durant. $37 million to sit out last year. Can you imagine that? Yeah, that's a lot. You know, with knowing he'd be out, too. He gets $39 million this year, and they are barely 500 with Kyrie carrying on. KD gets $41 million next year when he will be demanding a trade, and as a player option at $42.7 million in year number four, he'll be load managed the whole time. Don't you just... Not the biggest LeBron fan, but gee, he has a great return on investment. <sniffs> this is uh, Gary Greco. For some reason, I thought this was Stu talking. I'm sorry, Gary. Welcome to the page, by the way. I'm not sure... Please click like if you could, or, you know, join the page if you could. Uh, Gary, great to hear from you. Very interesting convo. And then Vince jumps on board and says, unbelievable. Everywhere he's gone, he's been a fruitcake. Wouldn't even entertain signing him or trading for him for a second. Damaged goods. Damn right. I was saying a man, 100%, complete waste. Reminds me of certain people I work with. Yeah, because there's people I work with that, you know, they, they get your hopes up. Like They're so good, but they show up like two out of five days a week. It's unbelievable that that kind of stuff is allowed. It's ridiculous. But uh, I'll end that one real quick. Vince Germano says, are those jerseys, also those jerseys are poo. I wouldn't play in those either. (laughs) The Brooklyn jerseys. Stu Benson, wrapping up this thread, says, it's honestly not too dissimilar to when you sign up to a local rec league. Yeah, I love this. Rec league team with your mates. You've committed to something, so you show the bleep up. Doing a wall for rounds at a time is not only letting your teammates down; it's flat out disrespectful to the efforts of everyone else who was there to win. <laughs> that is uh, as good as it gets. Awesome, Stu. That was awesome, and you know that's pretty much how I feel about again the couple of the people that work that show up two to five days a week. Disrespectful, disrespectful, absolutely disrespectful. You can't even make a schedule. And then they wonder, why are we not on the schedule? It's because you're not even, you're never here, you asshole. (laughs) That's what I, (laughs) are you, you, you know, you wanker, you know, as you might say in Australia, or are you flog? Yeah, they're not here. You know, that's what I want to call them, a flog. Okay, here it is. The feature presentation. After, like, over an hour of radio already, here's your feature presentation. Hour and almost, yeah, it's nine minutes already. Damn. Wowzers, this should generate a reaction. NBCSports.com. The Warriors' fleecing of Wolves and Wiggins trade clearer every day. It's clear that the Warriors have fleeced the Timberwolves. Fred Mithen locally says we fleeced ourselves in the draft by not taking Wiseman and adding a seventh player to our two, uh, to our to our two rotation. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the two guards and all that. Wiseman is going to be good, isn't he? That's an interesting thought, and I was just kind of, I put a sad face for that one. Fred, good, thank you for that. Yep, and I agree with Wayne here, yawn article. Wiggins has been good at times this season for the Warriors, but it's the same old story with Andrew's, with Andrew, consistency. I had to laugh, though, at the early reports of Wiggins adding bulk this season. Must be on his big toe because I can't see it. Also, why is this a focus... They are getting way more I mean, why this why is this a focus? They are getting way more production out of Wiggins than what they are getting out of Ubre, that's for sure. <laughs> uh yeah, isn't that unbelievable? Oh my god. It's like yeah, you think about and the bulk thing. I was like gonna say, I was like, wait a minute, I was losing my train of thought for a second when you're talking about the bulk. Yeah, almost every year, oh Andrew's put on a lot of muscle. I don't see any difference. I I, I agree, Wayne. I mean, you hit the nail on the head with that one. I don't see any difference. I don't see any difference now. I didn't see any difference three years ago And oh, he's really put on muscle. And, oh, oh, he's got a thicker beard, too, now. Like this artist girl that I used to mention on the show a lot. You know? Thought, yeah, thought she was a fun friend on the show and all that stuff. And she ended up being an ass, basically. She ended up becoming an ass. (laughs) Yeah, she ended up being rude to everybody on the page. I think she got kicked off or something. Not this page, but a different one um just kind of an ass uh oh he's got a much thicker beard actually like draw it oh look at how thick his beard is now what are you talking about what are you talking about like, it's like is the earth flat or uh, yeah she she sounds like one of those types i don't know Janae brown wrapped up this thread saying, saying before i screw up my speech here a little bit wiggins has been bad for the warriors his defense is better but that's only because He's getting way more help than he did here. d has been bad, but this is an outrageous claim. I, 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 I know it. I believe you. And, and Wiggins, in this article, too, there's audio of him, audio video, of Wiggins saying how it's just, oh, boy, you know, he's got so much more backing there. It's a, you know, it's a better organization. I forget how he says it. You know, everyone's happy. We're getting after it. And I feel like we're only getting better. You know, we have so much room to grow. Um, so by the end of it, the yeah, end result, yeah, I feel like we're going to be great. And we, you know, right now we don't have clay. Uh, so with clay, Yo, he's not gonna go ever back, it's going to play again a scary huh. sight. <laughs> so <laughs> just got to keep it going. What? I, I thought really th- like this kid. He's, uh, you know, he has his head on the right shoulders, on the, on the shoulders the right way. Organizations don't get kids at nineteen. No, that's like about him. They're talking about Wise. But I thought that, I thought he had some quotes in there. My apologies. But it was mostly like Wiggins was saying. Like the quote I was trying to look for was, <laughs> at least it got on there. I guess was that. Uh, sorry guys, was that um, basically like yeah? He's got more. He's got more going for him there. This and that, and it's a better organization for him and this and that. But I don't know. I don't see any difference much for him per se. Fine, they're winning a couple games, and every time Curry hits a three, he's gonna. Dance, uh, dance it up. That's great, dude. We're happy for you. Still haven't, still haven't changed. And you know, you're 32 years old, and you're still acting like you're 22. That's great. That's great, dude. Yes, he's got his three rings, and that's it. I hope, I hope that's it. It, it better be, and it will be. He's not going to win another championship. <laughs> he's not. Uh, as long as LeBron keeps doing a Tom Brady and like stays good and into his 40s, which could happen, it could happen. The way you know, he he just he knows what to do. You know. He hustles when he needs to, not unnecessarily, and then injures yourself—that type of thing. He'll, he'll walk down to the other end of the court when he doesn't need to run, because the, the play's dead. Why are you Why are you running? No reason. That's why LeBron is still playing like he's twenty nine at age, you know, thirty six here. So with that said, I guess that's it. Thank you guys so much for the show. Definitely, uh, yeah, definitely a highly pro Warriors type of article there. It is what it is. Uh, The one thing that I don't like about the trade, of course, is that unprotected pick up to uh, four. So one through three, yeah, one through three, it's unprotected. Excuse me. All right, get out of here. You know everyone's get out of here. (laughs) Get out of here, Andrew. (laughs) Unprotected, uh, yeah, unprotected pick one through three. The wolves might be in that position. So, but hopefully we'll at least get the. yeah, hopefully we get one through three this year, and then we can still take our, t- our high pick. If they get fourth, oh, that would suck. So we'll see what happens with that. It, the draft pick is much more expensive than anything else, and I know Mosley was trying to get rid of Wiggins, but then Russell, you know, he's still kind of, he's lazy defensively, and the goofy shots and this and that, that's the frustration. So I think I've rambled enough. My apologies. It's just that that's where they may have beaten us, is the, is the draft pick. We'll see what happens. It's The future's not been written yet. What if they get somebody who's worse than Jared Culver? What if they get, you know, Hashim beat type of level? Or they get, uh, what if they get uh, the next Marco Fultz? So who's to say? The NBA draft is, is a random crapshoot. We'll see what happens. Hopefully Anthony Edwards still goes on to stardom or at least something resembling it coming up. With that said, I will finally wrap this up in an hour and 15 minutes. It's still shorter than the season opener uh, week, though. So with that said, take care. Please do give a, a positive rating on iTunes or Stitcher or any other application if they allow you to. Contact details you got to get this out. Uh, audio submission, if you'd like to do that, it would be greatly appreciated. Simply use any uh, free sound recorder on, or sound or voice recorder application on your smart device. Just open it, hit record, treat it like a phone call, hit stop, share, slash, email it to live at, yahoo.com. Live at yahoo.com. Greatly appreciated, always there. Uh, I believe that's it. I said about the, uh, the ratings, this and that. Like, like the Facebook page, follow the Twitter. All the information will be in the show description. Thank you again. God bless all of you, and we'll talk to you in a week.